Welcome to the Mindfuckery podcast, which is featured in Feedspot's top 10 of emotional abuse podcasts. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and in here, we explore the areas where others fear to tread. I'm the founder of The Divorce Sanctuary and Wound Talking. I'm also author of Finding Lily, The A to Z of Emotional Abuse and Divorce Matters. I've been a woundologist for over 20 years, working with past life wounds, clearing ancestral trauma and working with this life wounding. It's through my own personal journey I know how much this hurts and how confusing life becomes. So many questions, no real answers. I'm on a mission to educate as many people as I can on the effects of trauma on our lives and our children's lives, healing those wounds and healing the wounds of our mothers and our fathers. It stops here, it stops now and it stops with us So welcome along for the journey of a lifetime. Hello and welcome. I have my tea and I want to talk about wounds as I usually do, but I want to talk about maybe the ones that are making you ask what's wrong with you. Maybe if you go inside, my big thing is that we can talk to our wounds. We have this ability to communicate with them and find out what's wrong. And in some instances, they can go poof and they're gone and we can break that belief around that wound uh, that's created that wound. Other ones run a bit deeper. And these are the ones that, that have run deeper and they're more like the Veruca. And I've mentioned maybe, I think it's in the A to Z of emotional abuse. If you think of the Veruca, which is a virus, if you don't get the root out it lays dormant until it's given the right environment to replicate. That's the same with wounds. They sit, lay dormant until somebody comes and replicates a similar situation. So we have this ability to talk to them. We have this ability to to create an environment that we can go inside. The ones I wanted to talk about today, the ones that maybe question, make you question what's wrong with me, At the moment, there seems to be a lot around in my environment coming up around flying monkeys and fear campaigns and the triggers about why you're not good enough and what is wrong with you. doesn't matter whether you want to get back with the emotional abuser, whether you want to be in that relationship, whether you've just come out, could have been out for a long time and they might have met someone at the starting to parade round. You might be going through divorce and things are coming up that's happened in the relationship. It's where everything comes together. It's like the perfect storm. Everything arrives at the same time. And this, for me, is us lear- healing the wounds and lear- then learning how to respond rather than react, how not to... Uh, get angry is actually anger is a really good emotion it shows that there's life and you might have even experienced times where you felt completely numb and felt nothing other times you felt perhaps so many strong emotions and in a way what we're trying to do with the healing process is one remove the wound heal the wound that's really important and then get a balance back in in our lives so we haven't we we're not going we're not polar opposites where we're exploding one minute and we're numb the next minute we're getting to this balance that we can see and deal with things as they come to us 
and we're not overloaded with emotions and responses. The one I want to talk about, as I said, is this, what is wrong with me? And it can be triggered and it, it, it can come up when you see something. And as I said, you can see someone in a relationship and start asking yourself, what is wrong with me? And these come from childhood wounding. We've got three core wounds, abandonment, shame, and betrayal. And I've spoken about this before. They don't always come up from the emotional abuser. It could be that we experience shame where we've abandoned ourselves. It might be that we've abandoned our families or our friendship groups. It might be that we've feel that we've we've got this shame around betrayal and it might not be the betrayal that we experience through the abuse it might be shame of abandoning or betraying ourselves our beliefs our boundaries and then it's like standing at the proverbial one-armed bandit and you've plowed in all your resources they could be financial resources energy resources they uh, could be nurturing and love. You've stood there and you've plowed everything you've got. You've got nothing left. You're standing there like with your pockets hanging out, looking for anything. You might be going around machines, you know, trying to see if you can find another coin. And that could be your life. What else can I give and feed into this relationship? This machine is representing the abuser and your relationship and you've plowed everything in you've got nothing left you've been waiting for that payout and then you see them and their life on the outside looks great it looks amazing and you're wondering what's wrong with me why couldn't I be that person that was is able to sustain that relationship what's wrong with me that I wasn't able to finance that relationship or to be enough for them and you look internally to see what's wrong with you why am I not good enough and that is the key to talking to your wounds because you can then track down where that is and it could be that you use that as a journal prompt you could write that at the top of the page and you could say what is wrong with me that I wasn't able to what proof have I got that I wasn't good enough when else have I been told that I wasn't good enough? And this is why I believe it's really important to sit down and write out your story, to journal like this, because you can start to see patterns. And if you're an empath, that is one of the qualities of an empath, is seeing patterns. And you're able to use those patterns to then start to squash some of these beliefs. And this is why I've, uh, I've written and created the course that I'm running called The Power of Words because we are able to do that. We're able to challenge this. We're able to talk to our wounds, to go in and have a conversation, to go in and find out what age it was that this wound was created. This belief created this wound and also to heal these wounds. It is so powerful and it's it's life changing you can literally change your life by doing this and using other tools to assist and help and you'll then nurturing and creating a different environment one that's more healthy that supports a healthier thought process that that supports and nurtures you in a healthier way. And when you start to change, your energy changes. When you start to change these beliefs, things happen. 
It's like putting on clothes that make you feel good. If you continuously wander around, I mean, you might feel really good in sloppy clothes. It might be nurturing to you on certain days. And then other days you go out and you put something on and it makes you feel really good. It might be a, a color. It might be the way you do your hair. And you think, oh, actually, you look really good today. I look really good with my hair up like this. That changes your energy. And we are all a bunch of chemicals have spoken about this. You know, when we go through these relationships, we sometimes come out like teenagers, unable to control how we react to certain situations, grunting. And the damage that is caused in the brain is huge. I've talked about that in other videos and in podcasts. But if we're able to go in and shift this energy, shift how we see ourselves, how we speak to ourselves. Once we can overcome some of these negative things, these negative emotions, but by talking to the wound, I'm not a great believer in fake it till you make it because particularly with the work I do, um, the wound is always there. And if you're faking something because you don't feel great, because you've been hurt in such a deep way, you can come out but it's that Veruca virus. It's that wound that's sitting there. It's waiting for the perfect storm. It's waiting for the perfect environment to grow and spread and explode. And this is why it's but by taking a proactive approach, by feeling in a certain way and then saying, OK, what's going on? Why do I feel like this? And maybe writing out and maybe you could have a set of journal prompts that you can insert a word. Where is this coming from? What is it? How does it make me feel? Have I experienced this before? Have I experienced this before is such a crucial question because it will show you that pattern. One of the things I did um, shortly after separating from my ex was I sat down and I started to see characteristics and then I started to look at all of the people in my life and that were at that point and that had previously been in my life and and relationships and friendships and work uh, relationships and I started to see the patterns and obviously I was the common denominator and it was like okay so all of these people treat me in this certain way they treat me in this certain way because I believe that's how I should be treated. And I allow that to happen. It's going a bit deep. I don't want to get too, I want to keep this. <laughs> but what's the wounding? What's the messaging behind that? What's the messaging that I had? So initially I sat down with this, this map and I had me at the top and I went down in different columns of, you know, family and uh, close friendships and people that I worked with and then other friendships that were slightly tiered out and I started to see this pattern where I did every I always had a certain character in my life who was quite manipulative that's what I always had I always had someone that was um, commandeering my attention and that wanted my attention full 100% so it was really interesting to see this and to see these patterns as I worked through them. And as I said, I then worked with some of the wounds that were around there. I used some of these questions, you know, where does this come from? Who does this? How does this? 
started to look and question all of these and journaling and I've got some journaling prompts I'll put a link into the show notes some journaling prompts that you can have it's a free workbook I've also I'll put the link to the podcast that I did on journaling because journaling is so powerful to help you with your healing and maybe you could create your own prompts and as you could use the prompts um the the I've, I think it's 34 34 journaling prompts to help you with healing I think the workbook's called and you can use them you could journal every week on one because it's amazing how when you start to go deeper each day so you you do the surface then you go down a level and you look at that why though what what is this what and you can journal and you get every day you journal on that same question you're going a little bit deeper finding a little bit and with journaling I say you know just write write out it might be the shopping list it might be I've woken up had a really odd dream and you can just journal and journal and journal and then the nugget comes in the last part where you really get to something amazing that opens your eyes to so much okay I'm going to leave it here I hope this has been helpful and if you want to join me at the weekend on my course the power of words i'll put the link below as well sending you loads and loads of love until next time